The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Welcome to just another Why Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride one more time. Feeling a little nasally as I record this. Some this godforsaken fucking city that we live in with its bullshit pollen counts and hay fever and smog and just general hatred that fills the air just does not uh, treat my sinuses very well. So I uh, apologize for the nasaliness of my voice and the uh, lung hackery that will be coming from uh, my guest that uh, you're you're likely to hear. So just know that we apologize in advance for how terrible we sound. But uh, we're here for the love. It's for the love of the game. It's been uh, it's been another one of those weeks. Um, twenty twenty, not off to a great start. Australia's on fire, earthquakes. Kobe's dead. Um, what else am I missing? Oh, our president is uh being in, in, on trial for impeachment, and um. Uh, Somehow there are still people that think that he's a good president. I just don't understand. I mean, I get it. Her emails, you know, because fucking morons. So this is an upbeat start to the podcast. I hope you're all excited for uh, what's uh, what's coming up as we head into Super Bowl weekend here. Uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. I just, the cold open is... Uh, Really, I'm just, I'm nailing it today, and uh, I know you're excited. Uh, taping this a little bit ahead of time, I'm traveling up to uh, the big city of Bartlesville, going back to check in with my Oklahomies, and uh, going to see what's going on up there. Going to go see uh, Jared, guest a couple weeks ago on the show, going to go see him play live for the first time in a while with the Jesse Joyce Band, so that should be a good time, but I know... You're sitting there wondering, who could this week's guest be? Who can follow the great guests that we've had so far this year on the podcast? You've clamored for it. You've begged for it. You've wondered where she is. Well, I can tell you, I had to have her on the podcast this week to ensure that there wouldn't be any dishes being put away while I was recording my show. (laughs) So I, I figured the best I way I knew that was going to come back. I figured the best way to ensure <laughs> the least amount of noise possible by, while recording my show was to just have her on the fucking show. With that special introduction, welcome back to the podcast, Nikki Jones. You make me feel so special. Thanks. Well, you oh. know. I mean, one way or the other, I worked my way back on, so whatever. I'll take At it. At this point, are we special to each other anymore? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> are you trying to tell me something? The flicker or? in the flame. Like a moth to the fire. <laughs> How you doing over there? I don't know. You just went off into your own little planet this... for a little bit there. Were you trying to sing the Janet Jackson song? No. Oh, okay. No, that's copyright infringement. Oh. It's bad enough that I just blatantly steal royal blood song to open my podcast 
Anyway. You're under the time limit, aren't you, that you can play it? I don't know. Who cares <laughs> at this point? No one listens to this fucking thing anyway. <sighs> my mom, my brother, or my my cousin Andrew, like 17 other people. Yeah, who gives a shit? Well, I feel great about using this time then to... This feels like a great use of my time is what I'm trying to say then. Since oh, you're I'm all, sorry. I'm sorry. Am, so I take, negative. am I taking away from your Instagram and your uh, your games that you could be playing right now? You could just yes. do both. <laughs> I could. <laughs> anyway, I promise. I feel like this is super negative already. I thought you said we weren't going to be grabby. And <laughs> you're in a bit of a mood. Yeah. You, you said that you're going to have bad things to say about Kirby or enthusiasm. I didn't say I, I was going to have bad I, things. I, I just I, said I, I have opinions. I sensed it. Okay. And I am I find as the like literally by the minute I am becoming more and more old man, Larry David E. I I'm aware. You know. We're gonna we gotta talk about my eyebrows too. It's <laughs> it's a thing. Anyway, <laughs> it let's, is a thing. Let's start the fucking show. Let's go jogging. I just got a new haircut, so I feel like... I might jump on you right now. I'm at my peak hotness level. You are at your peak hotness. I really, like... I mean, it's a low bar, so I mean, it's like... It's a hotness It's a hotness level that, like, if, if it was a dinner that you bought at a restaurant that came out to you, you would send it back because they're calling it hot, but it's really, like, cold and kind of not appetizing, but, like, the hotness level is... No, no, not bad. No, no, you don't like that. No, that's a terrible analogy. Mm, right. I think you look wonderful. Thank you. I feel I feel great. My self esteem is at an all time high right now. I can now. tell I'm by the way you're describing peak. yourself. Hey, what can I say? I'm beautiful on the inside. You could say that you are lovely and handsome and hot and those things. Yeah, but none of those things are true. I think they're true. I appreciate that. Thank you. But can we talk about how my eyebrows are like getting all old manny and long? Like, yeah, I pull so we on can them fix and, that. Like, no, no, I tweeze them and pull out the long hairs all the time and they just come back. I know they're well, welcome to your life now. They are going to keep coming back. You don't have hair coming out of your ears and nose yet. So be thankful for that. Well, but that's have, coming. I barely have pubes. How am I going to have <laughs> ear hair? How am I going to have ear and nose hair? I barely like it's the way it goes. There's there's a way we can fix that. We can trim up your eyebrows if you want to. You don't even have to pluck. You can just trim. That, there's a whole process. Yeah, but if I cut them, they're just going to grow faster. No. That's the way it works with my hair. No. Yes. That's not true. It's true. No. I mean, you'll probably have to do it every, like, at least once a month, probably a little more than that. But you can tame them down if you want Because when I to. got a haircut a few weeks ago, the lady's like, do you want me to trim your eyebrows? I was like, no. I was like, wait a second. Do my eyebrows need to be trimmed? <laughs> What are you trying to sell me right now? (laughs) Um, Is there something happening that I'm not aware of? Dude, speaking of eyebrows, have you seen my mom's eyebrows? Jesus Christ. How much time do you imagine I stare at your mom's face? I mean, you don't have to look very hard. We we had a talk about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was like, Mom, we got to do something about this. (laughs) 
She got, they're like spideries coming off of her face. I feel like you're not very nice to your mom about the way she looks. I was, I was kind about it. Yeah. I was way meaner here. I know she's not going to listen to this, so I was way meaner here, but. Oh, she's not going to listen. I'm not going to put her over then. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what a podcast is, my love. They're not going to listen. I showed your dad how to download it once. It doesn't mean they know how to do All it. right. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. my eyebrow thing I haven't is, really noticed that your eyebrows are crazy. Well, I notice it. Oh. So, you know. I'm normally in on those things, but I haven't really noticed, I guess. So I if that tells everything. you anything, then it's not noticeable. I just hate everything right now. <laughs> you are in a bit of a mood. Are you having a bit of a day? I want to punch things. It's been a long, like, the morning just started off bad and got worse, and it's been a shitty week. Like, And then you thought our house was haunted last night. No, you know what? Okay, I don't, I didn't I I didn't tell you the full honest story about this. So I'm going to I'll just go ahead and tell it on the podcast because it's way better to just say <laughs> it for the first time on the podcast. Okay. So I thought I was dying actually. Oh. <laughs> I thought like And you didn't wake me up <laughs> for the love of God. What I the was hell? like Are you seeing a light to go I, No, seriously, the that's I was like, oh hang God. on a second. Am I, am I, am I, is this the, is this where I have to choose between, uh, going to the light or not? Oh my God. I was like, cause why else would that light just randomly be on? Cause it wasn't on when we went to bed. No. So I'm like, and then I chose to go back to sleep and then it went off. You think the no, light, like, you think the light to the afterlife is in our, is in our laundry closet? It makes as much sense as any of the other <laughs> bullshit that people believe. People believe an invisible man in the sky. How is it an, an actual oh, physical object any different, I any guess. crazier? It's not my fault that 80% of you motherfuckers are all subscribed to like psycho psychoticness. Have all suffered from mass delusion. So anyway, so you thought you were dying. <laughs> I, okay, let me... I don't know if I was saying that I thought I was dying, but I thought like... I don't know. Like, I was just like, because I woke up and I thought I had overslept, but it was only like 11.15 at night. She must have just fell asleep really hard. I guess. And then like, I thought maybe you had gotten up, but then I heard you snoring and then I'm freaking out a little bit. And so I sat up and I was like. Should I go try to turn the light off? But what if I go to the light and then that's a bad thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's possible that I might have some problems. <laughs> what? But see, this is why I didn't tell you. This is so much better to say this it on the podcast. Better. It's yeah. a way better story. Plus, you know, describing this in text would have been... Yeah, it would have been way harder. Yeah, for sure. This is better in person. So... But then that's the weird thing. So then like, I'm like, no, whatever the decision is, like, if that's the, if like going to the light is the, I, like, I'm not going, like I'm <laughs> staying right here. I'm going, just going back to sleep. I'm just going to breathe. I'm going to meditate for a minute. Like do my six seconds in, six seconds out. Like just, all right. And then like within seconds of me laying back down, the light went off. So I can see how that might have messed with your head a bit. Do you think? (laughs) 
<laughs> had you woken me up, I could have informed you that. So our our um, laundry area is done. Well, none of the closets in this whole house have like a light switch. They all have a pull chain, which is ridiculous, but that is what it is. And so the pull chain in there has gotten, it needs to like have WD-40 on it or something because it kind of gets stuck and then you can't turn the light off. And so as I've been whipping around the, ch- the chain to try and get it to go back so you can turn it off, it's like loosened the light bulb. So the light bulb is like, it's in there, but it's not completely screwed in. So every once in a while, it'll just like finally make the connection and then it will unconnect. So it'll just do that every once in a while. And that's what happened apparently at 1130 last night. That needs to be fixed. <laughs> I'm sure my dad has WD-40. He'll he'll hook us up. If your dad could please come and fix that, I'd I'll, I'll let him know. He'll, so I, he'll fix it. So that I don't up. wake up in the middle of the night thinking that I'm have making exi- a choice between living and dying. Have an existential crisis. <laughs> Before I'm choosing to go to the light. <laughs> um, in the future, if something like that happens again, wake my ass up. Well, no, because then it would have led to like a conversation and then I would have just stayed like at least this way. Like I just had my 45 second freak out and then I meditated and went to sleep. If I had yeah, woken up. Now you- you're complaining that you didn't sleep good last night. So obviously you did not get good sleep after that. Well, I know, but had I woken you up, it would have led to a conversation in which I would have stayed awake longer and then probably slept worse. That's true. But if you remember. You had like a nightmare or something one time and you woke me up and you're like, you're like, Nick, I need, you know, like you needed a cuddle or something. And I like immediately fell back asleep as I was trying to cuddle you. So it's like, it's not like I would have necessarily kept you awake because I would, if I would have been out of it enough, I could yeah, have at least I explained it to you. I would have gotten more awake explaining to maybe you so. what happened. Okay. That's maybe true. Because I'm thinking about me and you're thinking about you. Yeah. So I need you to flip it around. <laughs> But I could have put your fears at ease, like, instantaneously. That's, I mean, I would, that seems like a nice thing to say. I don't necessarily know that I believe that because also what tends to happen is I would have probably had to repeat it three times before you woke, before your brain, (laughs) like, kicked in enough to be, like, coherent and, you know. So anyway, the Super Bowl is coming up this week. <laughs> it is. I barely care about it. We, yeah, I mean. I don't particularly care about either team. No. So I don't. I mean, I think it has potential to be a good game at least because both of the teams are pretty good. I feel like it's going to have a lot more points than last year's Super Bowl. I don't even remember last year's Super Bowl. 13-3 last year, wasn't it? I have no idea. I don't even remember who or was 13, in. 13-7? It was Rams and Patriots. And Patriots won. Yeah. Remember because Ken came over and he like never really watches football and he just like was like, seemed like he was bored out of his mind because it was a really terrible game. Yeah. But at least the commercials were kind of fun. Yeah. It's vague, vaguely familiar. So I have, I have uh, conflicting thoughts about the Super Bowl because... The 49ers play in my Seahawks' division, so they're a rival. I've hated the 49ers for most of my life, except for that five-second period where I jumped on the bandwagon because I didn't really know any better when I was a little kid because I didn't really like 
developed a strong relationship to a team. Well, and growing and, up in Oregon, it's not like you had a team in your like a local right. team. So I mean, we're kind of like you could have gone people, kind of gone either way. Some people were Seahawks, kind of, and then some people were like forty. Like I like a lot of people, like a lot of little kids. I mean, you just pick a lot of little kids. Just are the their favorite team is whoever just won the last time, right? So there was some of that, but once I like reached the age of reason and decided that I liked. So like last year. Or? <laughs> All right, everybody. This is a good show. Oh, equipping a baby. Thanks for stopping by. I'm already not looking forward to talking about Curb with you, so I don't. I don't know. It, Fuck it. Okay. Fuck the Super Bowl. Let's uh, let me hear this Curb <laughs> thing. So, because otherwise it's going to annoy me. So Curb well, it and obviously th- already is annoying you. <laughs> it's going to continue to annoy me throughout the show. So let's get it over with. Okay. So Curb your enthusiasm's return for another season, and. The first episode was 40 minutes of like in your face, joke, 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 laugh your balls off, hilarity. And this most recent episode was certainly had some humorousness. Um, Larry seems to certainly be playing with some classic themes from Seinfeld days, you know, kind of talking about uh, the mailman and toilets and lawyers and, and those sorts of things. Um, they were cer- they certainly are uh, playing in the uh, in the uh, Me Too pool in terms of you know one of the storylines is Larry's assistant has accused him of of harassment and and uh, I'm guessing that's the, the the part that you have a problem with so so uh, yeah I'm interested to hear what you have to say uh, yeah that is the part I have a problem with and. Not even necessarily because it's hasn't been funny. So here, here's my whole thought. Which I beg to differ. It's been hilarious. Um, I didn't. Did you misunderstand me? I wasn't saying that it wasn't funny. That's not what I was saying. That's that is what you said. No, that's not what I. You meant. said my problem was not not because it was funny. No, wasn't funny. So it's not that it hasn't been funny. That's not the problem. Um, and it's more so that I don't think that. To me, it's not really the way that he's done it is not really any smarter than the guys who like I don't know how to talk to women now because everything you say you can get whatever. Like it to me, it's been right on that same track. I'm waiting for him to get to the smart in it. So what you're saying is that you're missing the point. The he is making fun of those people. Right. That is the that's the joke. Maybe so. I'm just waiting for, like, I trust him enough and have seen enough of Curb and know his style enough to trust him that he's going to bring it around in a way that I probably appreciate. Right now, the way that it's building, I'm not so much appreciating it. Because even though it's satire for sure, the way that he's, the way that it's gone so far is it's the women being crazy and that is exactly playing into the narrative and in this case his assistant is a little crazy for sure but he also crossed a little bit of a line but like he meant it in a harmless way but it came across wrong anyway I'm not going to go into the details and the minutiae of it but I just I trust him to be to come to the smart to come to it in a way that I will appreciate 
but right now I'm not loving the way that they're going about it. That's all I have to say about it. I couldn't disagree more. I, I, that is your prerogative. I found it to be quite hilarious because he is making fun of the fact that there's people that are like, this is so ridiculous. Like, he is satirizing the way people think that men have to act. Like the whole, the whole, the whole bit with recording with, with his Terry uh, Polo. with, that was, with Polo. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was. I thought that that was funny and that yeah. was smart. Like it was a entertaining way to, to satirize that. I think the stuff with the assistant is more my problem. And I mean, they've had a kind of an on, I mean, it's not like it's a new dynamic. They've had a weird dynamic anyway. They don't understand each other at all. And that's part of the, their dynamic. But I don't know. There's just something about the, the way that they're portraying her as hysterical. Yeah, but they're they're both hysterical. Right. But yeah, it just it just rubs me a little wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying it can't get there, but it right now it's I I don't love that part of the storyline so far. Hmm. That's all I have to say about it. I knew you were not going to agree with me. I Your your feminism has shifted a lot mm-hmm. the last few years. And it's, I don't know, you seem kind of aggro femme. Like, oh. um, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just not That's who a pretty you, negative term, though, generally, I would think. But <clears throat> No, you've just become much more aggressive in... Like the way that you view. Yes, I am. Things. A, yeah, uh, that is absolutely true. So it's, it's a different, like it's a different way than I'm used to seeing you view the world. Mm. I think like, <clears throat> I definitely, I think I'm just sensitive, particularly about that issue, about the way women are portrayed. And so it's not, I think anything is open to be joked about. Like I am absolutely not a person who's like, you can't tell a joke about this. Like you can tell a joke about anything if you're smart about it. And if you're really funny, like anything can be funny. Even the most horrible things can, there's a way to make that funny. So like I firmly, like, I think it's open to be joked about. I just like, because I think women are barely taken seriously in the real world when they are accused and they're not generally when they are accusing men of treating them badly um, or yeah, you know, sexually harassing them or anything like that. It's barely taken seriously, even though there's all this focus on it, whatever. And so then in any way that you marginalize a woman, even in a satire like that, I feel like it just adds to that narrative. And I'm just, I'm touchy about that. I think one of the problems is, and this is not just women, it's just people in general. Too many people complain about their perceived slights. Like, if if one little thing, like, turns into, oh, the whole, like, this, everyone must be against me. And, like, it's like, like, can we just all fucking settle down? 
Like just because yeah. like one person decided that they didn't like what you said doesn't mean like they're against you or like right. Uh, but there, the problem, the, one of the major problems is it's so so a part of the fabric of our society that women are not treated on an equal footing to men and you know the way that they're taught you know the whole mansplaining thing and all that sort of shit like all the all that stuff comes from a place of it's because it's happened for generations right like it's men have been shitty to women like so that's not Men are just shitty in general. Men are <laughs> shitty to other men. Like many men, men are just shit generally. Yeah, it's a different thing though, right? Like when I'm talking about like, I don't know. I, no, no, no. You, it you is know absolutely. what I'm saying, right? But like I'm just talking, I'm like pulling back I mean, I and think just talking just more in generalization. People are shitty just generally. People yeah. are shitty to each other all the time. Like the veil of civilization is very thin. Yeah. You know, like it does not take much at all to push people over into no civility. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just, like I said, I'm not. I'm still hanging in with the show because I trust Larry that he's going to bring it around in a way that I appreciate the way that it's building right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not loving, but we'll see where it goes. Do you side sit? <laughs> um, I do side sit. I get not at a table like he was side sitting yeah. at, but yes, I would side sit. If you walked into a restaurant and I was side sitting a woman, would you have a problem with it? I have. You know, uh, yeah, probably. Because yes. I literally never, it never occurred to me that that was like a weird way to sit next to someone. Well, when you're in a little table like that to side sit is yeah, weird. Yeah, I guess like. When you're in a little two person table. Well, for table. one, I'm a big fat fuck, so I would never sit <laughs> in that way anyway. Literally could not fit. <laughs> That'd be like me trying to side sit at Frank and Lola's. Like this is not a possibility. Exactly. I mean, and that was the sort of table. Right. Unless in you're. In that context. Right. Yeah. If you're a skinny little guy like that, well, that's going to be tough. Right. Or you can then, but you know, if you're a average to nor- or larger size person, well, that's not going to work out. Yeah. Like at the restaurant that we were at tonight, if instead of us sitting across from each other. Well, we still sit next to each other. We side sat. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. It was so long ago. I can't remember. <laughs> it was literally an hour ago. We did. We did side sit. You're right. <laughs> We were at a four, but we were at a four-person table, right? And we sat, you know, on the same corner. We do that almost every single time we go out to eat, my love. Do we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Very rarely do we sit across the table from each other, unless it's like a booth or it's a two-person table. But if it's a four-top, we always sit. I always sit next to you. Hmm. We do side sit. Maybe you should sit across from me a little more often. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Can I get some space? I mean, we don't do the eye contact thing. We do close proximity. That's more what we do when we go out to eat. All right. What's the eye contact thing? Well, when you sit across from each other so that you can have eye contact. Why do we need to have eye contact? Exactly. We I can eat? look at you all the time. Mm. <laughs> I like to be close to you when I eat, though. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, everyone. This podcast sucks. <laughs> I'm just not like. I'm just, I'm so like just not feeling it. And You're in like, an angry headspace right I now. I am. I just want to yell and curse and say <laughs> it to fuck you to everyone right now. 
Do you need to watch more pictures of Bob and Ebenezer, the two little rescue puppies that I keep no. that I'm following? No. I love them so much. I want them to be our little friends. No, because puppies just, I don't, pup, no. There's nothing puppies can do to save me right now. Wow. That's a dark, <laughs> dark place you are, my love. <laughs> I I don't think there's ever been a better time for me to go on an eight-hour drive than tomorrow morning. Yeah. I just need to be by myself. Listening to Foo Fighters very loud, probably. Probably. Oh, no. I'm really going to line it up. I have a book about 9-11 that I've been wanting oh, to listen Lord. to. So that's, right. that should really... Uh... In fact, let's... Uh, I'm gonna, let me... Just since we're already on the... Uh... I've been trying to listen to more books lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been re-listening to a book that we listened to once um, when we drove to Oregon, The War for Late Night. Uh, oh, the yeah. Leno that was a good book. And the Leno and... Uh, Conan thing mm-hmm. with Bill Carter. Yeah, it's been really good. That's a really good book. That was interesting. Um, what the hell was the name of this book? Can you hear Buster snoring? Yeah. He's so cute. Uh, it's called The Only Plane in Sight. Oh. By Garrett somebody. Oops, I didn't want to play. Damn it. <laughs> By Garrett M. Graff. Why doesn't it just let me see what the info about the book is? Mm. Few details. Thank you, Audible. The audio edition includes an exclusive interview interview with Garrett Graff and Holter Graham. This program includes archival audio from United States presidential addresses, in-flight communications, and aircraft air traffic control. Mm. Remind me to come back to air traffic control here in a second. Okay. The award-winning journalist and author of Raven Rock shares its first comprehensive oral history of September 11, 2011, a panoramic narrative woven from hundreds of interviews with government officials, first responders, survivors, friends, and family members. Oh, that sounds interesting. So it's about 16 hours long. Mm-hmm. So well, that's about perfect for what you need uh, then. How I'm going to be spending a, a bunch of my time. I... Uh, I think one of the reasons my cynicism has uh, cranked up a little bit is uh, I listened to two uh, Anthony Bourdain books, like basically back to back. So you got and, the, uh, the snarkiness in full effect? Yeah. Could that combine with the fact that he is also not alive anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Air traffic control. So, you know that I have this new penchant for um, watching weird things on YouTube. Yes. And I'll be watching a lot less YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> now that you don't just watch it openly at work. You can not You can pull it up on your phone, though, still, right? Yeah, I'm sure I could. That's not as much fun. I'd rather watch it on the 24-inch <laughs> giant monitor. <laughs> Poor you. You can't watch uh, YouTube all day at work. It's yeah, terrible. Well, you know. Under the big screen. I still have Sundays. There you go. But, so I have... Some weird things that I've I watch on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. They're not weird, like creepy weird. Just like I enjoy but, watching watching people open packs of baseball cards. Watching the guy play a baseball game. <clears throat> I enjoy watching a former Major League Baseball first round draft pick play MLB The Show. He records himself playing and then talks about what's going on, like how this relates to things that might really have happened in a Major League situation. He uses plays that happen in the game as opportunities to coach like 
what happened in the game, like how, like if a base runner didn't advance correctly, like he'll go and do the breakdowns. And then it's just fun to like see someone that had the mental ability to be a base, like professional athlete, use those, use what he knows with the tools of like the best possible athlete physically that he just made up in a game. Right. And like just rakes, like he hits tons of homers and like, it's just fun to watch. And you know, so what ended up happening? Like, why is he not playing? Did he, he just wasn't that good. Okay. Yeah, he I just mean, didn't end up. Tons of first, out. tons of first round draft picks don't really end up being eh, that good. I, you know, I'm they draft sure, yeah. tons of people every year, and right, he like he got to the majors a little bit, but he uh, but he had some injury issues and stuff like that. So sure, if you're if anyone's interested, it's a gentleman named Matt Antonelli. So he has a big Antonelli baseball channel on YouTube. But that's not the point of this uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I have been interested in lately is listening to air traffic control so basically like it'll be like interesting incidents that happen at the airport mm-hmm. like uh when harrison ford uh landed at the wrong runway oh yeah and, like, he, that was a big deal yeah and so there's this uh i forgot all about that v it's like va aviation or something on uh youtube and they get all of the recordings from like air traffic control and stuff like that mm-hmm. and put it together with like diagrams and stuff like that. And like, uh, there's some fun ones like, and it's not all se- serious stuff. Like there'll be ones like where, uh, like the air traffic controllers are shitty to each other <laughs> or the pilots are being snippy and he'll be like, no, I said this. And like, blah, 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 and like where they kind of get air traffic controlling sounds so hard. Yeah, they have to like. There's an, it's insane what those guys have to do, like they're just controlling so much different stuff, and they have so many different things they have to watch, and it's it's a pretty intense job, I think. Yeah, and like I also don't like, they have a really high suicide rate sidebar for air traffic I controllers? So. I think I think I it's, remember it's reading that I, somewhere. I I believe it is the number one most stressful job. Yeah, for sure. There's one of the recordings I listened to. There was a chick, an air traffic controller was literally having a stroke at work. So she's trying to control the flight pla- the flight paths and all this sort of stuff and is saying things and like you hear her like losing her motor function. Oh my god. And like she's saying wrong things and like the pilots are like, What? Like, excuse what? And then like you like hear like another person come on like uh, we're having a situation. Stand by. Let me fix the like. Yeah. And then there was, uh, in Seattle, uh, one of the flight, uh, maintenance crew people. Bonzer makes an appearance on the podcast. Like, snapped, lost his mind, and like, hijacked a little commuter Horizon airplane and took off. Oh my god! And was flying. The plane. And he flew it like all around. And then just like, like he went, he lost it. Like he like had a mental breakdown or something yeah. like that. <clears throat> and they were trying to coach him to get back to an airfield or land. Um, there's a, an, a joint uh, Air Force base um, just south of Tacoma or 
Is it between Seattle and Tacoma or just south of Tacoma? They tried to get him to land there. He wouldn't like. He uh he tried to he did a barrel roll. Oh my god! And then eventually like just crashed it into. Did he die? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he was like not planning on living. Gotcha. If I would have been him, I would have just like because at one point he started to fly out to the ocean. Yeah. I just would have fucking kept going to the ocean. Yeah. But then, like, they talked him back. They're like, if you go very much further, we won't be able to talk to you and all this sort of... And so, like, he ended up kind of turning back toward Seattle. Man. But at one point, like, he was flying, like, over Seattle proper. Yikes. Yeah. Like, just... It's weird. Like, how does a dude just be able to get in and take off on a plane like that? Well, I mean, I suppose... I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Because, I mean, it's not like... An air traffic controller would normally be down on the tarmac, so. Yeah. Well, was not an air traffic controller. He was like um, like a maintenance person. Or like, oh, so he had, so he could be down there. So he didn't, he right. wasn't out of place to be there. Correct. So I suppose, I mean, if you, with anything, like if you just walk like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Nobody's going to question you. Especially if you got the vest on, you got the, whatever you need to look like you're supposed to be there. Nobody's going to ask. Act gonna as if. Yeah. Act as if. I mean, so, uh, the fugitive taught us that. Like, you just walk in like you know what you're doing and people will listen to you. This is true. That's good water. It's important to stay hydrated. <laughs> what else is going on? Do you got any other things that are bothering you, that are annoying you, that I can disagree with? <laughs> Tell you how you're wrong? Uh, no. I think I'm good otherwise. No. Yeah. Yeah. I've, Your girl Lizzo won all the Grammys. I'm I'm very happy for her. Um, she got fat shamed by that cunt Jillian Michaels. Yeah, I was pretty pissed off about that at one point. That and Nikki Tutorials, who is a, a YouTuber. Do you have any concept of who? I would not imagine no. that you do. Um, like she's YouTubers are dumb, except <laughs> the ones I follow and like religiously pay attention to, like Jeff Bosky and Ryan DePaulo and Matt Antonelli. <clears throat> So she's been on YouTube for like 10 years and I think she, I think she's only like 24. So she started off doing makeup tutorials as a kid. Um, and, uh, what well, was like a couple weeks ago, what ended up being outed. So she is, um, transgender, but has been like passed as a girl, basically all through, all through school, never really dressed as a boy. And then transitioned when she was like 19 so she's fully transitioned now but she had never talked about that because obviously when she was a kid that wasn't something that she was and 10 years ago probably you know not something that she was probably going to talk about just had never like what she said is it was always something that she had wanted to talk about but just hadn't ever found the right way to do it or the right time or whatever well, somebody was blackmailing her and saying that they were going to expose her as this fraud and whatever she got doxxed yeah, and so she was like, all right, well, I mean, there's nothing to expose. Like, this is who I am, you know? Right. And I mean, particularly in the beauty world, I mean, it's not like being transgender or being sexually ambiguous or whatever. Like, that's not a big deal generally within the beauty industry. The but, ambiguous, the gay duo. <laughs> but like, just for her, I mean, that was a big thing, you right. know, because she had always been able to be private about it and whatever. But so, anyway, I was pretty pissed off about that too. But... I don't know. And I think... I the, think the, the thing for Jillian Michaels, though, is like, 
I mean, she's not a hundred percent wrong. Also, because like, we shouldn't really celebrate people being fat, right? Like, just don't be assholes to them. Like you, like, don't be shitty to that someone because they're fat. Just treat them like a regular person, right? You know. Well, like, I think the whole like. If, I think more so what it is is to make assumptions about somebody's health or like or to act like you care about somebody's health yeah. um, is more what's annoying. And the fact, I mean, Jillian Michaels was only doing that for publicity because she has a podcast out. That's the only reason why she was even being interviewed or being talked to about anything. And I'm sure that they asked her a question. Hey, you know, Lizzo's big right now. What, what do you think about her or whatever? And she answered. She's big, all right. Right. So she answered. <laughs> so she answered the question or whatever. But ultimately, like. Put some French fries on that cupcake. <laughs> I, I think what just hit me hard, and, and both of them happened at about the same time. Like. What I really, it drives me crazy when somebody is bullied, when somebody gets, uh, when like you take the least common denominator thing about somebody, like when you take just like the easiest low hanging fruit and that's what you hit at. Like I find that to be like, it's not smart. It's not like, well, it's like when I would get annoyed, like when we went to that wrestling show and like the heel wrestler just like calls me fat. I was like, dude, come on, bro. Be more original. Right. Like if you're talented, you could come up with like way better things to say. Right. Come on. I you know. Yeah. But so I think Don't hit me with the truth. Make something <laughs> up. Just be more original than that. Um, but yeah, like I think anytime when I don't know. That always just it's bullying to me and it's the whole like fit culture of like if you don't fit in this particular box then you're obviously not in any way healthy right you're you know whatever and like I have no idea what Lizzo's health is like yeah. she does a very strenuous show like almost every night yeah and can sing and dance at the same time like I couldn't do that right for sure I mean there's there's skinny people that couldn't do that exactly there are but, plenty of people who are well respected in the musical world and stuff like that that could not dance the way she dances and sing. Those bitches and motherfuckers and guys, girls both can't they have to lip sync to do their dance stuff too. Right. Because they're not in as cuz you can be fat and be cardiovascularly okay. Right. Just like you can be skinny and like not have any stamina at all. Right. So I think like just to me and and I'm probably I'm more sensitive about this certainly because I'm fat. But like because I'm fat. <laughs> I'm fat. Shaman. I just like I've just turned myself to my own sounder board like I want to I want to be able to play sound clips, but I'm not talented enough to have that on my computer so I just make them up with my perfect. own mouth. That works out. I have mouth skills. What <laughs> 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 good times this once again i've taken it right off the rails <laughs> it's your special gift yeah. along with your mouth skills yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hello, but like i just ladies. i don't know anyway i just get really worked up about like i was pretty worked up on instagram that day 
I was holding it in okay with the Lizzo stuff, and then... Throwing straight heat! And then when the Nikki tutorial stuff came out, I was like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. Like, I was pretty <laughs> pissed off, but, you know, I'm over it now. Um, yeah, you sound pretty over it. No, like, yeah, I mean... I got you. But it's just a whole thing. Like, it's automatically assumed if you're if you're overweight in any sort of way that you are not healthy and... Ultimately, like, certainly there are things to be said for being, for eating well, for exercising, all those things. But, like, some people just haven't, like, their bodies are just not made to be thin. And, like, some of these people that are, like, part of the fitness Instagram culture and stuff like that. Like, they are not healthy. Some of those people are doing real fucked up shit to their bodies, too, that is going to cause them long-term problems. Right. So, it's all, with anything in life, it's all about balance and moderation. Right. And if there's anyone that you can take it from who knows about balance and moderation, it's me. I'm an expert on this subject. (laughs) So, of course, you you can take that shit to the bank. And all the things, John Gould. Every single thing. I'm balanced and moderated. <laughs> including my mental health. Indeed. Clearly as evidenced by this podcast. <laughs> so about 27 minutes ago, we were going to talk about the Super Bowl. And yep. then we stopped doing that. So let's uh, talk about the Super Bowl. Before we wrap up for this week's episode of the podcast, we're both conflicted. We don't know who we really want to root for. So let's... Say, I I think I'm gonna I think I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I won't be sad if Richard Sherman gets another Super Bowl. He's uh one of the main reasons that my team has a Super Bowl ring. The Legion of Boom brought it, made sure that uh, the Seahawks could have one. We should have two. <sighs> Motherfucker. Anyway, we could realistically you get have mad three. when other people bring it up, and then you bring it up yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But at least when I bring it up myself, I know that the thought is coming versus, I mean, I know right. it's going to happen on every Seahawks game that they ever show on national TV, <laughs> that at some point they're going to show it, but I don't get like a, in my brain, in, a, in my brain, I know the thought is coming and I can prepare myself. Whereas when they put it on TV, there's not a quick flash. Hey, Dustin, the mo- one of the most painful sports memories of your entire fucking life is about to be brought up for the 9,000th time. Prepare yourself. You need a trigger warning thing. I need my safe space. <laughs> um, anyway. So you're rooting for the Chiefs. I think, yeah, I mean. I don't know that I'm rooting for either. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Right. I so, don't really care who wins, though. Let's look at the point spreads. This is, you're a very avid sports better. You can take, you know what? I say take these picks to the bank. Risk your mortgages, risk your life savings on <laughs> the projections and the picks that Nikki is going to make. And I will just add to that to say that you've explained point spreads to me several times, <laughs> and I still don't understand it. So. I don't really want to be explained to right now because it doesn't point, matter. No, I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm just going to tell you what it is. So the point spread in this game is Kansas City minus one and a half. So basically, if you pick Kansas City, you think they're going to win by two points or more. Okay. So, do you think Kansas City wins by more than two points? Yes. Okay. So, there you have it. Kansas City minus one and a half. That's the bet for the Super Bowl. 
The over-under, will there be more than 54.5 points scored or less than 54.5 points scored? More. It's combined total between the two teams. More. So you're saying over 54.5. Yes. And if you were going to just bet the money line, in order to win $100, you had to bet $121, you would put that on Kansas City. Yes. All right. Take those bets to the bank. Now let's have a little fun. A lot of people... In the sports betting world, because they're degenerates, and when you get down to the Super Bowl, there's just one game to bet on, so they got to come up with weird, random shit <laughs> to bet on that'll happen in that game, maybe or maybe not. So let's take a look at some of these and think, see what Nikki thinks. One of the prop bets is how many points will be scored in the third quarter. Mm. The line is 10 and a half points. Will there be more points or less points than 10 and a half scored in the third quarter? Less. So you think there will be less than 10 and a half points scored? Yes, in the third quarter. All right. Which quarterback... Are you, are you keeping track of this, by the way? Yeah, it was, we're be, it's being recorded. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean... Because <laughs> I'm not going to remember once we're done talking about this. So. Yeah, who cares? All right, anyway. Someone out there will pay attention. Which quarterback will throw more touchdown passes? Mahomes. Mahomes, the line is uh, he'll throw more a half a touchdown or more, more than. Yeah, I agree with that. So you would bet on Patrick Mahomes minus yes. one and a, minus a half a touchdown. Kansas City wide receiver Sammy Watkins will have more or less. Then three and a half catches. So will he catch four passes or catch three or less? It's got to be more. So you're going to go with four or more. The longest punt uh-huh. by San Francisco's punter. This is shit that people actually bet on. This is insanity to me. The over under on his longest punt is 55 and a half yards. The gross yardage. In 18 regular seasons, so this is what they're saying. In 18 regular season and playoff games, Wisnowski, which is just a Mitch Wisnowski, what a great, a great name, name. <laughs> exceeded. Mitch, it sounds like it's a speech impediment. Mitch Wisnowski. Mitch Wisnowski. That's a great name. I've never heard that. I've heard his name. Mitch Wisnowski. Now I feel like I made fun of people with pizza. I feel like you did a little bit. I'm sorry. To anyone that's listening that speech impediment, I'm sorry. I wasn't making fun of you. I was trying to make fun of myself. I'm not a bully. I hate bullies. Are you okay? Are you going to cry <laughs> no. right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to cry, you little girl? <laughs> Will Mitch Wisnowski have a punt over 55 and a half gross yards? You were talking about something about throughout his average throughout oh, the year. In 18 regular season and playoff games, Wisnowski exceeded this total on just three occasions. Oh. Kansas City return Under. man, McCole Hardman, is dangerous, so the 49ers will likely charge down the field in coverage rather than hang back to give Mitch extra time if the projected points field the game happens. Punts could be few and far between. Which would reduce Wisnowski's attempts at the punts. So you're going to go under. Under. Under is the favorite bet. First 49er to score a touchdown. Their bet is Tevin Coleman. 
at eight to one. So that means if you bet a hundred dollars and he's the first person to score, you'd win eight hundred dollars. Who are other options? I don't even know who is on the 49ers. Every other person on the 49ers. Mm. Um George Kittle, Jamie Garoppolo. Oh, Kittle. Kittle was my vote. So you would vote for you would take Kittle. Yeah. I don't know what the odds are on that. But all right. You, Sorry, she's I'm, taking Kittle. I'm fudging up your arrangements. Total sacks by both teams. Wasn't this hard to define? It's two fifty-three like man rosters. So I feel like there's, well, there's are we some... counting the coaches? Do we have to count the coaches? And like, I would I would think this would be a, a defined lot of number. <laughs> but almost we, too many to count. But we we don't know for sure any anyone's medical situations. That's true. Okay, so what let if, me ask: What if there's what if there's two a, sacks per person, or is it one sack per person? You have one sack. You have two balls. Okay, so it's one sack. <laughs> We're just counting well, sacks, not okay. balls. I wasn't sure like what the. <laughs> I guess I haven't really looked that closely. I didn't know if it was. A you two? didn't know there was. You you thought each ball had its own sack. I wasn't sure, honestly. They're kind. Of, they're segmented. They're different from each other. No, they're not. A little bit. No, it's just where it's stitched together. Oh. It's like a. That's it's. I like, I don't really I don't really pay attention to that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm explaining ball sacks. Like, this is what my life has come to. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, who knew that football would lead to this? <laughs> Over, under, four and a half sacks by both teams. Just a, a defensive sacking of the quarterback. Under. Oh, under. Jimmy Garoppolo will throw an interception, yes or no? Hmm. I gotta say yes, probably. Yes, all right. That's what the leading pick is right now. Longest touchdown of the game, over or under forty-seven and a half yards. Ooh, that's a lot of yards. I'll go over. All right. Hot take: Somebody's gonna return a kick for a touchdown. Ooh, is that one? Is that a I'm, prop sure, bet? I'm sure it is. Will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown? Yes. That's a underdog bet of plus two twenty. That means if you bet a hundred, you would get two hundred and twenty back. I I think that that will happen. Length of Kansas City wide receivers Tyreek Hill's first reception over under thirteen and a half yards. So when he catches his first pass. Will it be for 14 or more or 13 or less? Hmm. I'll say less. All right. Highest scoring quarter. Will the highest scoring quarter be more than 21 points? Total in any points? Quarter? Total points scored in any quarter over under 21. Ooh. Over. Okay. Longest rush by Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Over or under 11 and a half yards. The longest rush? Correct. Over. Will Kansas City running back Damian Williams score a touchdown? Yes or no? I have no idea who that is. It's their um, starting running back. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I would say probably yes. All right. I'll go with that. All right. Total number of Chiefs to have a rushing attempt, which means this would be the number of players 
that are credited with a rushing attempt. The line is four and a half. So do you think five or more people will have a rush or four or less? I don't, I should know what that means, but I don't really know like what that getting means. Getting a handoff. Oh, okay. So like, like we know at, we know for sure Patrick Mahomes will almost surely have a rushing attempt. So that's one. Yeah. They usually run like a jet sweep to Tyreek Hill. That could be two. Your running back is three. Those are the three main guys that will probably most likely get them. But they could run that jet sweep with another player. They could use a second running back. Mm-hmm. They could do some sort of weird play with Kelsey. Uh, so do you think more than five people will get no, credit for a under. rushing attempt? So you're saying under. All right. George Kittle, starting tight end for San Francisco 49ers. Over or under 73 and a half total receiving yards. Will he get more than 74 yards caught in the game? Ooh. Kittle, the heart of San Francisco's offense, went over 73 and a half yards in seven of the team's last 10 regular season contests. I think over. So you're going to go over. All right. Will both teams lead at some point in the first half? Oh, that's a good question. So, like, San Francisco yeah. scores first and goes up seven, and then Kansas City gets two, and it goes back, you know, go ahead, yeah, yeah. and trade back and forth. I think so. Yeah, think Looks, I'd say, yeah. Right. Will Patrick Mahomes have more than 305 and a half passing yards? Will he throw the ball for more than 306 yards total for the game? He throws up in that range pretty often, right? Yep. Yes. First score of the game, a field goal, a touchdown, or something else? Touchdown. All right. Will there be a missed extra point? Yes. All right. Longest field goal, over or under 47 and a half yards? Over. Running How back, many of there are these? There's like 30 or 40 or 50. Okay, how many of them are we doing? Uh, we're almost done. Okay. <laughs> Here's a totally random one. Will. So this is what's co- called a combined prop bet between two games. Okay. So, the NBA, mm-hmm. the Phoenix Suns, and the Milwaukee Bucks play each other that day. Uh-huh. Will their point total plus 75.5 be more than the passing yards that Patrick Mahomes Oh, my goes God. For? I have This no is the idea. weird shit that people bet on. The projected, the projected points scored... In that game for the Suns and the Bucks is 239. So, if you give them 75.5 more, so 239. <laughs> I'm not smart plus enough for this bet. 75.5. So, you're, will Patrick Mahomes throw for more than 315 yards? 
So I already said he was going to throw for more than 305, right? You said 300, more than 300. You had said 306 or more. Yeah. So you think he could do that? Yeah. So you're t- you would take Patrick Mahomes in that bet? Yes. All right. Well, I think we should end it on that one super ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's so crazy. That's the kind of shit that people bet on for the Super Bowl. That's some major D-Gen shit right there. It's super D-Gen. I'm getting the D-Gen tingles just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I haven't been to a casino in forever. Dude, when is the last time? Uh, the last time I was at a casino was when I went to Vegas last January. Yeah, I don't... God, I've got the D-Gen tingles. I haven't been in one since we left Oklahoma, so that's... Three and a half years ago. Yeah. And it had been a while since before that. The Gen Tingles <laughs> in my bones. I got the D Gen Tingles. Just don't spend Buster's college in funds. In my bones. He's almost nine now. He he's gonna have to go to school pretty soon. So uh, don't spend his college funds. Shouldn't he? At nine years old, isn't he closer to the retirement home than college? Mm. Well. Simmons is getting old. He is getting old. Let's not talk about that. I, I know. Was, I don't want to cry. I was already. I was. I was starting to trend in the positivity in this the end of this podcast. I was doing my little DJ and tingle song, and then you're talking about my dog getting old, and uh, I can't handle that. No. So, let's not talk about um, that. Let's move on. So Kansas City is going to be the Super Bowl champion. That's going to make my work colleague Ray very excited. He already preemptively took Monday off. Because either way, he's going to be too drunk to come into work on Monday, I would imagine. I, t- I joked with him. I was like, you've been waiting this for your whole life. You had a son, and he's 11 months old, and he finally... Your son is gonna only had to wait 11 months to get a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl. He's, he's so much luckier than you are. <laughs> when, when, when are the Vikings going to be in the Super Bowl? Oh, here's a prop bet. Who gets to the championship game slash championship series first? The Minnesota Vikings or the Minnesota Wild? <laughs> um, I think the Vikings are closer than the Wild are. So well, That's 100% true. Yeah, I think the Vikings. But the Vikings can't ever seem to get past like the second round of the playoffs. They're gonna do it at some point. Some point. So, so you're proje- you predict that the Minnesota Vikings will play in a Super Bowl before the Minnesota Wild play for a Stanley Cup. Yes, I do right. predict that because neither of them can seem to get their shit together. So I can't live in a world where that might be true. <laughs> it's too sad for me. I would love for until they get out from underneath Parisi and Suter's contracts. I think five more years after this. I think we're pretty we're pretty fucked until that happens. So yeah, the uh, the conversations about who may or may not get traded at the NHL trade deadline have begun. We're a month away. Wild start back up the second half of their season on Saturday. I don't know. I'm thinking that uh, we might not be seeing Jason Zucker very much longer. It sucks. But, you know, here's the thing. If they can actually get something this, from him. Well, here's the thing. There is a kid that is currently playing in the KHL. His name's Kirill Kaprasov. He is our draft pick. He'll be here next year. He is 
the game breaker that we all have been praying for. This kid I'll is. I'll believe it li- when I see it. I've watched him play in the KHL. This kid is a freaking stud. He's oh, like, he's like, you, he's like Kuznetsov good. Like, just every time I get my hopes up, I know they just rip my heart out. I know, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not counting order, any chickens before in they hatch. In order for him to play a top six role, someone's going to have go. to go. The person that's probably going to bring the most assets back would probably be Jason. Right. So that sucks. It may not be at the trade deadline. I'm going to put my prediction out right now. The most likely person to get traded from the Minnesota Wild at the trade deadline, Marcus Foligno. Yeah. He's got a reasonable, manageable contract with not much left, not not much term left and is a gritty fourth liner who can score a little bit. Great in the room, great leadership, those sorts of things. That's a guy that a team looking to solidify the back end of its just add a little bit more depth forward back core there. could uh, could really help. I would imagine I would imagine Sealer probably gets traded just because they want to give him a chance to play somewhere. He's earned even, it, but he, they don't have a really place for him this year. I don't even know who he, that is. <clears throat> I think I have watched less hockey this year than I have in a very long time. Yeah. I have maybe watched maybe two games total. I don't even that might I don't even know if I've watched yeah. two full games. Well, I had stopped watching for a little while because yeah. it was too depressing. And then they started winning a little bit and then They got they started to rope you in a little yeah, bit again. Got me all excited. Mm-hmm. They got my DJ and tingles all filled up. <laughs> Are you scratching your nipple as you're talking? I have about an that? itch, okay? okay. <laughs> Not like sexually like I, I was just making sure. <laughs> mm, hockey. And actually it wasn't my nipple, it was more my areoli. Oh. My areoli area. Well, is that not your nipple? Areola and nipple are two different things. It's part of the nipple. No, this is the nipple. Yes, but the the this is not the nipple. This is the areola. No, it's part of your breast. Yes, but I like if, that. I, I'm. We've explained ball sacks and boobs on this podcast. When you when women talk about nip nip slips, you're not seeing the freaking nipple. You're seeing the areola. It's two different things, though. I'm talking anatomy. You're talking nip slips on pictures. <laughs> Okay, you're fine. getting I'm hashtag. Not gonna, you're getting hashtag me too now. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't have the energy. Also, because you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I understand that anatomically they have. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the anatomical area that I'm scratching. Okay, fine. I'm going to go play with my ball sacks. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Justin um, of the White Hi, guys. you thought that the... Never mind, I'm not... I'm all Whoa! Gonna Wait, what What did I think? Did I not have to explain to you where pee comes out of a girl at one point? That's way more understandable than How ball sacks. How is that sacks. more understandable? Because the vagina is a very complicated piece of equipment. <laughs> You don't think that that's a more reasonable question? No, I do not. Honestly, I still don't remember where it comes from. It does. I I do know it's not the same place where the pee the peener the peener goes in. The peener? Yeah, it's not where the peener. It's not. It's not the peener hole. It's a smaller hole. 
right? Oh, that is I don't correct. know. Does it come out of the same place? No, it does not. You know, whoever designed bodies was stupid. <laughs> you want to just make everything come out of the same hole. Well, that'd be kind of gross. It's gross anyway. It is gross. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be so much easier if you just had a, a small, much longer string of poop that came out? No! <laughs> gross! <laughs> It'd be like icing a cake. Oh, God. God, I hope people made it this far to the podcast. I know, right? That was worth it. Oh, gross. Just go to the bathroom. It's like you cut the tip off the plastic bag. (laughs) You're just like piping it into the toilet. Like like easy cheese? Does it get the hard crust? (laughs) No, because you wipe. Yeah, but You'd have to it, it gets down in the hole on the easy cheese. Yeah, that part you can pull out, though. Right. No, you got to clean. Oh, okay. You fully evacuate so that you don't have those problems. <laughs> That's how you get infections, you exactly. sicko. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you were, can, well, you have, can you imagine how much fun that would be with your, when you're a kid? And if you like get easy cheesed out of your pee hole. Oh, if, like, my God. <laughs> you could like make designs. Hey, Ma! Come here, look what I did! Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I was I was so didn't want to do this, and I'm so much happier now that I did. It's oh. all it takes, just one. It's like, a, it's like a one golf shot. You play 17 <laughs> shitty holes, you get to 18, you stripe a drive down the middle, you remember the, for the love of the game. That's right. You remember why you come back. Thank you for sticking through this podcast (laughs) we appreciate you taking a little bit of your time to listen to a little bit of our bullshit and we hope that you come back and listen again make sure that you comment like subscribe share the podcast with other people it would make me feel better i don't know if you've been listening but my self-esteem's a little down so the number of people Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I was trying to be like, I was trying to have a moment and I swallowed wrong <laughs> and I ruined it. But anyway, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, concerns beyond how sad I am on this podcast, <laughs> feel free to send them to jogpod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Dustin P. Jones. Follow Nikki on the gram. Skenzie Jones. That's it. We're out of here. We'll have more podcasts coming up. Don't go anywhere. Well, I mean, come back. You you can leave, but come back. Always break the high fall. Hey, Ty. Who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. Too much. Oh, that hurt. Oh, too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much.